Hi, I'm Katrina Colson and you're listening to Charity Chat, the Australian Charity and Not-for-Profit Commission's podcast about all things charity related. There are more than 57,000 charities registered with the ACNC. Last year, 2,832 charities were newly registered. That's at least seven new charities a day. So why do people start charities? And what should you do if you want to start a charity? To answer these questions, I'm joined by Catherine Willis, Acting Assistant Commissioner, General Counsel of the ACNC. Welcome to Charity Chat, Catherine. Thank you. Last year, the ACNC registered 2,832 charities. That seems like a lot of new charities. Why do people start charities? Look, there are a number of reasons. Um, Often people are very passionate about a particular cause. It's, It's sort of meaningful to them personally. They've been touched by an event in their life. It might be um, having someone they know close to them with a a particular illness or or problem. Um, Or it might be that they see that there's some sort of gap in the community that they think that they have the skills or the experience that they can fill that gap. Um, One example might be, for example, teaching English to newly arrived immigrants um, in the community and uh, other sorts of community work. Okay. That makes sense. So I've decided I want to start a charity. I've identified a need in my community and I have the skills to do something. What should I, where do I start? Well, the first thing is perhaps do a bit of groundwork, a bit of research. So it's always a good idea to have a look around at at other charities and other bodies in the community. Uh, Are they doing similar sorts of work? Is setting up a brand new charity um, the best way to achieve what you want to do? So have a think about those sorts of things. And one thing you can, one resource you can tap into is the ACNC Charity Register gives you the ability to look up um, existing charities to see who's there and, and what they're doing at the moment and that will sort of assist you in that exercise as well too. Okay. Are you allowed to start a charity if there's already another charity that does what you want to do? Yeah, so look, there are no rules as such against starting a charity that will do similar to work, similar work to what your new planning, a charity is planning to do. Um, but the, it is wise to sort of perhaps uh, talk to some of the existing charities, do your research, and see if perhaps there's a way that you can help them that might be a more efficient way of achieving your goals and, and aims. Um, they can give you a heads up um, as well about any issues that they've faced in, in running that type of charity, the, the problems they've faced in, in um, bringing those causes um, forward. Okay, what alternatives are there to starting a new charity? Well, at, at a very simple level, the first thing you can do is, is um, find a group where you can volunteer your skills and expertise, um, you know, offer your, your personal time and, and your um, experience. Um, Look, charities are always interested in people who can assist them with fundraising, so you can fundraise for an existing charity. Um, You can approach those charities directly and and find out um, how you can help them most, how they would prefer you to do this. They have probably their own processes and internal ways of doing things. Um, With some charities, especially sorts of foundations or or trusts, you can actually set up a, a special fund or account where you can put money into that account for them to use in a particular way. So you can direct that money to that particular cause um, within that other foundational trust. And, and that also has, the, I suppose, the um, administrative benefit that they'll hopefully run the um, administrative side of things for you as well too. You don't have to worry about that. 
that sounds really clever. <laughs> After thinking about the alternatives, I still want to set up a new charity. What do I need to do? Well, the thing to remember is it's important to set up an organisation that will be eligible to be registered with us, the ACNC. Um, it must be an entity that's not for profit, so it doesn't have a, a profitable purpose. It must only have charitable purposes that are for the public benefit, and it must comply with the ACNC's governance standards. Okay. Um, so there's, there's some guidance we have around around those particular things that you can look into as well onto our website. So that sounds like there's only really three requirements. Is it that simple? Well, that's, that's the theory, um, but there is a lot to think about before you race off um, and set up a new charity and, and start working, and so it's important to do that groundwork. Um, the sorts of things you've got to think about are the legal structures. What legal structure um, are you going to um, set up the charity in? Um, how are you going to manage your charity? Who's going to manage the charity? What are the, the processes going to be? Um, Perhaps it's a, a good time to get some legal advice um, to decide these sorts of things for, before you um, get sort of a, too far down the track. Um, and you've got to consider the, the resources that are needed to, to run, run a charity, um, your financials, um, startup costs, um, ongoing costs of administering and, and operating a charity. Um, you know, you'll need volunteers, perhaps you'll need staff. There, so there are all these sorts of practical things you need to consider. And the other thing, of course, is, is how you're going to let people know about your charity and, and the causes that you're, you're promoting. Um, how will you promote your charity fundraise? Will there be advertising? Will you have um, charge membership fees, uh, donation drives? Will you sell goods or services? Will you be looking for grants? So again, a bit of groundwork to do and a bit of thinking to do um, around those sorts of things. Yes, that's becoming more and more clear. So there's, there were almost 3,000 charities registered with the ACNC last year. Um, what, what type of organisations weren't registered that applied? Okay, so look, with the best will in the world, some people um, believe that their, their um, organisation um, deserves charitable registration, but there are some uh, types of organisations that we can't uh, register. We have to refuse registration because of the, the statutory provisions of law. Um, one example is um, sporting groups. So they might be run on a, a not-for-profit basis, um, but uh, they don't have that charitable purpose for the public benefit, so you need to be conscious of that. Um, there are companies uh, that may also carry out um, business for profitable purposes in, in conjunction with other good works. Um, sometimes these organisations um, can reapply uh, successfully for charitable status but if they set up a new organisation with a separate ABN as a charity, so in other words, that other organisation meets all the requirements of being not-for-profit and having charitable purposes. So that's where you were saying um, the the legal structure is important. That's right, and that's why it's important to, to get some advice, to talk to people perhaps who've been through the same process as, as well, but um, get some, some good advice before you start um, sort of you know, heading out the door and putting your money and resources in. So charities must only put their money back into delivering their charitable purpose and that's a very important thing to, to remember. Okay. And uh, what are my charity's responsibilities once it's registered? 
Okay, well, uh, once you're registered, it's still important to keep that charitable status and, and make sure you maintain that. So you have to continue to operate on a not-for-profit basis and you have to con continue to pursue that charitable purpose or purposes that you started off with. So that's something that's got to continue on. Um, there uh, is annual reporting to us. Uh, all charities have to submit an annual information statement with um, uh, information that's published um, so that we can um, understand what uh, what's going on with the charity. Um, medium and large charities must also submit a financial report. Okay. And you mentioned before the governance standards. What do these involve? I know we've spoken to, about them a little bit before on Charity Chat, but can you give us a little reminder? Okay. These are minimum standards um, that we have published uh, for charities to, to look at in relation to their, their governance processes. And it, it's about ensuring that charities are well managed and that the funds are dealt with properly. So again, information on the website about those, um, that they're, they're there to help ensure that the charities are run properly. Okay. Uh, look, the other thing as well too is that um, if things change, if the name of the charity changes, um, the address of the charity for service, the responsible people involved with um, the charity, the governing documents, um, the ACNC needs to know about those as well too because that's important. Okay. And how do I go and apply to register my charity? I've decided that I still want to do it and I've got everything in order. I've consulted some legal advice and now I'm ready to apply. What do I do? Okay, well, first uh, stop is to look at our website, acnc.gov.au forward slash starter charity. Uh, that uh, page has a checklist of all the things you need to do to register, and most importantly, it also contains uh, the link to our online registration form, which you complete to, to start the process of registration with us. Uh, so when we receive your completed application, uh, we aim to make a decision about whether you are eligible to be registered as a charity within 15 business days. Okay, great. Thanks a lot for your time, Catherine. Thank you. You've been listening to Charity Chat, the Australian Charity and Not-for-Profit Commission's podcast. You can hear all our podcasts at acnc.gov.au forward slash podcasts. To make sure you don't miss out on any future episodes, subscribe to Charity Chat in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, bye.